0: Hello, welcome to Shades and Justice Podcast. This is Dr. Evelyn Heal. I'm very excited you chose to check us out on today. My website is www.drevelynheal.net. Okay, today we will be talking about my new series, which is called Breaking Layers of Injustice for Women. So tonight I'm going to be talking about sexual assault and this is no new subject. I do want to share a few statistics and I want you to know during this series we will be having special guests come in who will deal with how to heal after sexual assault. Assault. We will have individuals coming in talking to us about the criminal justice system and how women can prepare if they're going to court about sexual assaults and more. So uh, many more opportunities to share that you will hear from these podcasts. Okay, my first um, information that I want to share with you today is a scripture in Proverbs 18 and 5 that says, it is not good to be partial to the wicked and deprive the innocent of justice. And too often, I think we in America have witnessed where the innocent were made as though they were the guilty ones, and the guilty went free. So, we want to absolutely uh, make some comments on that as we move forward with this series, especially around issues with women and sexual assault. And I, I want you to know, I realize sexual assault is not limited to women. I understand it's it's also with men and boys and girls. And either way, it is very disruptive. it cause psychological effects as well as uh, traumatic effects on individuals. So it's not okay. That's, that's my point. It is not okay. In America, every 9three seconds, someone is sexually assaulted. Isn't that amazing? Statistics show that one in six U.S. women are raped annually, and that number changes on a regular basis. I've seen several different reports with uh, that number changing. 69% of rape victims in the U.S. are women ages between 12 and 34. Over 40% of women in the U.S. have encountered sexual violence. Isn't that amazing? 70% 70% of women commit suicide after being encountered by sexual violence. In 2019 alone, 652,676 women were raped. What does this cost our country? Over $450 billion a year around this pandemic of sexual assault that we have going on here in America. Over 80% of the sexual assaults are committed by folks that are acquaintances to the victim. And nearly 20,000 sexual assaults were reported in the military. So see, this is a lot happening under sexual assaults. This is nothing new. This has been happening for decades. You and I have seen it. Uh, It's been in our families. It's been in our churches. It's been on our jobs. It's been in our schools. So many different areas and arenas. And guess what? It's not limited limited at all to the urban core. It's not limited to the uh, affluent. It's just nationwide, every type of situation you can think of, it's out there. So, okay, here's a few things to think about. As I have been sharing in my uh, blogs, there are several uh, individuals I mentioned. One is Mr. Bill Cosby, Mr. Jeffrey Epstein, Mr. Weinstein, and R. Kelly. So, many of us saw as Mr. Uh, Weinstein uh, went down that trail of the Me Too movement and women in Hollywood came out of the woodwork. And trust me, I know uh, more were out there just didn't uh, get involved in the whole process, but I'm sure it was many more women that just were quiet. But listen to this, 87 women were accusing Mr. Weinstein of sexual assault. Mr. Bill Cosby, according to the NBC News and the U.S. Today, 60 women accusers of sexual assault by Mr. Bill Crosby. According to The Cut, uh, an article in 2019, possibly 100 girls have been sexually assaulted by Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. Wow, these, these figures are totally unacceptable. And I think that this behavior continues in many cases without any disciplinary procedures, without any accountability. Um, the victim is left torn and traumatized while the offender walks away free. So we've got to switch some things up. We've got to make some changes. Like I said, it's not anything new. The stats are probably staggering, but even that is probably not new to most of you. But I want to share something right now. Even in the Bible, there were those who had been sexually assaulted. And tonight I'm just going to share one individual I know of several, but I'm just going to share one, and that's Tamar, a more beautiful young lady who was King David's daughter. And she was uh, one of those beautiful young women, lively, uh, playful, uh, energetic, wanting to do the right thing. Now, this is, that's the Evelyn version. You can go back and research for yourself. But this uh, scripture is in 2 Samuel chapter 13. The the whole chapter will uh, just blow your mind. This is a case of incest. Her stepbrother Saw her and wanted her. It's so much so that he looked sick. One of his companions talked to him. His name was Amnon, the uh, gentleman who was her stepbrother. Amnon wanted Tamar, and so one of his buddies said, "Hey, man, why don't you just have your dad uh ask Tamar to go in and fix you a meal and um and bring it to you, and maybe something will happen there." And so Amnon likes this scheme that his buddy gives him. And so he asks the king to please have Tamar prepare him a meal. So the king does just that. He, not knowing, not suspecting that uh, this young man actually had um, a crush and was in love with Tamar. So Tamar, being very innocent, takes the food in to him, prepares the food, as she prepares the food, he's, of course, watching her and paying attention. The food is now prepared. And so she tells Amnon, hey, here is your meal. The food is ready. Amnon says, bring it into the bedroom. let feed it to me while I'm in my bed. So when she takes the food in, still innocent, still not knowing this plot is getting ready to happen, He says, no, I'm not hungry. I don't want the food. I want you in so many words. And so she begs him, please don't do this. Please do not rape me. Don't violate me. My dad will give give me to you if you just ask him and we can have a proper marriage. You just go through. I'm improvising a little bit. Just go through and check that scripture out for yourself. It didn't matter to him. He wanted her. He wanted her now. And he took her. He raped her. And often that's the, that's the mentality. The uh, Violence is done. Uh, they want it. They want it now. And uh, the victim is just left a victim. So once he gets through raping her, he wants her to get out. He hates her now. Now that he's ready, he said, get out. And she said, no, don't, don't make me leave now. Uh, you've done this. You violated me. I can't just go out there now like nobody wants me. Now I've been violated. I'm no longer a virgin. Uh, I've had the attire of a virgin all this time, but now you have violated me. He didn't want to hear of it. He said, get out. And he made his servants come in and escort her out and then shut the door. Wow. So already I'm mad. (laughs) I'm already upset because you was your bright idea, and now you don't even want to accept the responsibility of what you've done to this young girl. And now you're kicking her out? No, I don't think so. But he got away with that. So it comes to a point, she was crying, she was devastated, and she puts ashes on her head. She takes off her robe. Finally, Absalom, her brother, recognizes that something is wrong with her. He asked her, did Amnon do something to you? And she said, yes, he did. He violated me. And so Absalom allowed Tamar to move in with him since she was no longer allowed in the quarters where the virgins lived. But this is very unusual to me, but it's not unusual in our society. I didn't realize the scripture was written like this in the scripture. Mr. Absalom said, be quiet for now. After all, he is your brother. Seriously? (laughs) Absalom, I don't think so. And how often in our homes, in our families today, is everybody's hush-hush. What goes on in this house stays in your house. Dad, he's a good man, he just has a weakness. Your uncle, he's crazy, just you have to forgive him all of that instead of taking care of the victim who is the child or the young woman. True enough, they are a relative, but they have to be accountable also. So, this is what Absalom does when dad finds out that Amnon raped this little girl, Tamar. Dad was angry. But guess what? Dad never made him be accountable for what he did to that girl. There is no scripture that says King David made absol- made Amnon do anything, not even apologize not admit to nothing not to leave out of the the housing compound area where there were nothing there was no punitive action no nothing no restorative action no nothing he just got to walk away that is so sad and you know what too often that's what's happening right now in America too many People get to do what they do to these children, women, and just walk away with no accountability. So we've got to do a better job and we have to stop this injustice in our communities. So, does Absalom do anything to Amnon? Not for two years. (laughs) Read the scripture, go back and read that chapter. He does nothing for two years and then finally after two years he has a plot he hated Amnon he didn't talk to him he didn't say nothing good or bad to him for two years because he knew what that scoundrel had done so Absalon sets up a quest where all the brothers uh, would meet at a sheep shearing event at that time, Absalom asked his dad if all the brothers could go. And his dad said, no, it's no need for all of them to go. So then Absalom asked his dad, well, can Amnon go? And so he said, yes. Very interesting. When Amnon got there, after they finished with the shearing event and everybody was drinking and having a good time, Absalom told his uh, servants, he said, these words, and go back and read it for yourself, when he gets drunk, kill him. That's what happened. So you will find uh, many stories in the Bible about individuals who were raped, women, girls who were raped. And it's interesting uh, that it continues even today in many instances there was no accountability and so these are parts of the things that we must address as we continue on this journey of shades and justice i want to encourage you to stay tuned for our next show that will be coming up soon and pay attention we may have a facebook live event where individuals can come in and just witness and see and hear Uh, some of the experts talk about some of these uh, opportunities where we can hold people accountable for sexual injustice. Again, this is Dr. Evelyn Hill at Shades and Justice Podcast. Thank you. Have a great day.